Well, the chief officers, Jane, Marge, and Mr. Jackson, have opened their fourth at bridge office, and are ready to rent out bridge players to persons meeting a fourth time. Mr. Jackson has hired only six men so far, but Marge continues running her water ad, seeking more personable young men who play bridge. This episode takes place about four the same afternoon in two scenes. A room in a cheap midtown hotel, and then to the fourth of bridge office. But first to the hotel room. Two young men lounge mystically in pairs. Hey, Mike, look at this. What is it? It's a red in the morning paper. This sounds like something that ain't work. What do you make of it? Wanted bridge players, neat, personable young men who play fairly good bridge, earn extra money in your spare time evening. Client person, 1233, personally. Let me see that. Yeah, here, right here. Play fairly good bridge. Extra money in spare time. Oh, that's right up your alley, Mike. Does sound interesting, doesn't it? Interesting? Sounds like a sore touch, if you ask me. I wonder what sort of a rocket this could be. Hey, says me. That's you, all right, Mike. Uh, one thing's certain. It can never be you, old boy. Oh, what about it, sir? I don't want this in with you. This is all along, so something better stands up. It's your quick stand a few bucks while we're waiting. This plays. Earn extra money in your spare time. I wonder what the game is. What difference does that make? You can take over anybody at first, you know that. You can do things with cards that even I can't see you do. And I work with you from coast to coast and even on the other side. Yes, but it's been so long, I'm a little out of practice. Out of practice, you? Ah, I bet you even money you can cut a nation on the bottom of the deck any time you want it. It must be a means to an end of that. Yeah, and it don't hurt to try, Mike. Looks like easy go to me. 1233 Yeah, that should be right downtown here somewhere. How about us going over there? No, not us. I'll do this by myself, sir. Want to look it over and see what's going on? Okay, by me. I wonder what the racket is. I thought I knew every gambling angler is. What difference does it make? It's just extra money. That's what we need right now. Tony said we're grabbing up to get out of this for second town, it's all. Hmm. There doesn't seem to be much we can do here. Good pay. Your money. You've still got that china, haven't you? Uh, what? The china, the ring. You can still make cards, can't you? You can shuffle the spots off those to make them look like aces, and you can play better bridge than 99 out of 100 anyhow. Maybe it's just chicken feed compared to what you said you used to, but it'll be something. Come on, Mike. Nothing on it. Well, to are, Joe. I think I will have a go at it. Ah, boy, here. I'll, I'll help you on with the coat. Meet first little young men. I could do it a haircut. Oh, crap. Ah, you look like a million. You look like ready money. You always do. Joseph? I think you're a little prejudiced. Prejudiced? Me? I'm telling you what's that, Mike. Yeah, these cups have sound a little longer in too. Ah, pull them up under your sleeves. Nobody will notice that. When you get to talk, I might. Nobody notices nothing. Well, I hope I can talk her way into this, whatever it is. Whatever it is, it's a game of cards, ain't it? What else do you have to know? I guess you're right. Just that he's been running into bad luck lately. I've lost a little of my confidence. Lost your confidence? You, sir. You wait here for me. I'll be back soon enough with the whole set up. Oh, oh, I'd better take this paper with me. Just to make sure. Okay, Mike, come home with the paper. Let's go with you, sir. Ah, hello, Jane. How's the big business woman coming along? I don't want to talk to you. After what you did to me this morning, I'll never forgive you. Oh, now, Jane, I was only kidding. I thought I'd have some fun with you. Come on, calling me up and asking how you want to hire some big players and getting me so excited. Do you call that fun? Oh, well, I didn't mean it. Oh, it wouldn't have been so bad if business was 
Jumbo. Oh, now, Jane. I like an elephant. I never forget. Oh, now, Jumbo. No, no, don't <laughs> ask me. What did he say? <laughs> Over the phone. And now, 404, 4th of December. Mabel, what number do you want? No, this is South 4040. Here, <laughs> yeah, that was you again. Me, I'm sitting right here up in the B.I. Oh, that's right. Oh, why don't you go down there to the office and let us alone? Okay, Jane. I just came up to see the those windows were lost. I see they are. Yes, they are. Yeah. Well, Mrs. Reese, I'm going downstairs to the public key. I'll be better. Oh, how do you do, Miss Pretty? Well, Mr. Jackson, I didn't know you were here. What are you doing in there? I've been arranging some problem heads for my big plan. So the talk will work at six, you know, and while you're waiting for calls, I'm going to talk them in some of the side points to go. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's a good idea. Oh, quite. Yeah. Well, Miss Pretty, I'm just on my way down to a spot of tea. Four o'clock and all that, you know. Yes, everything stops at tea. That's right. Well, won't you join us? Well, no, Mr. Jackson, but I'll lie down with you. Oh, uh, good night, Jane. Uh, what time are you going to be home? I'll wait for you and drive you. No, I don't know, dear. I have to wait till I hear from Mars. You said you were going to call me. All right, talk to you Mr. Reese. Mr. Reese, I'd like to get the ladies to get to the downstairs to help you send up to me every afternoon. Yes, I think so. Dial 404, 4th of December. Oh, it's you, Mike. Well, I can't help but sound disappointed. As soon as I get through that somebody's going to hire five players, and just a little while ago I had a wrong number, and now it's you. I'm waiting for business. I want somebody to call up and hire somebody. Oh, all right, I'll keep it on. Oh, what time are you going to be here? Because I'm going to drive home with... You're not coming tonight. Well, who's going to answer the phone if somebody calls up for... Yes, Mr. Jackson's going to be here, but he's going to have to... Um, just a minute, Mike. Somebody just came in and hold the phone. Um, yes. Uh, how is it, please? Good afternoon, Miss. I've come and answered the desire in the morning paper. Oh, the ad, yes. Uh, okay, uh, won't you sit down? Thank you. Uh, no, I'm not there. In the other room. Over here, I'll show you. Uh, hold the phone, Miss Mike. Uh, right over here. This is our good player's room. Uh, Mr. Jackson will be right back. In here, please. Just make yourself at home. Thank you. You're very quick. Well, thanks. Uh, I'll just close this door. You'll be back here soon. Don't go away. Well, <laughs> Mark, you could have seen it just walked in by handsome fellow. I think I ever saw. What? No, he's asking the air in the paper. Mark, you could have seen it. Handsome? I'm sorry. I wish I could have that. I told him to wait until Mr. Jackson came back. He just went off to see you. He's real tall, and he has the fattest eyes, the kind of dances real close. No, not Mr. Jackson. You saw he just came in. Oh, I don't think I'll wait for Mr. Jackson. I'll interview him myself. But I heard the way Mr. Jackson did it all this morning. I don't know what to ask him. Uh, goodbye, Mark. Uh, you can come in here now. Thank you, Miss. Did you say I have to wait for the Mr. Jackson? Well, yes, but while we're waiting, I guess I can interview you. I've got to find out all about you. Well, there's not much to tell. Oh, but we have to know all about everybody we hire. Uh, sit down, please. Thank you. What's your name? Michael DeVere. Michael. Uh, I guess I'll go write down everything. I have some paper here. I was rather intrigued by your address. It's Mrs. I'm Mrs. H. Oh, uh, how do you do? Oh, that's enough. That's all right. <laughs> Thank you. Now, um... I don't think I quite understand the idea of your business today. Well, first I want to find out where you live. 
I'm afraid I have no problems at work. You see how satisfied it is. Well, where do you work? Well, right now, nowhere. I'm a sort of soldier of fortune, you might say. Uh, what do you mean? Well, right now, I mean I'm uh, unemployed. Oh, well, now let me see. I was quite interested in your good journey, ma'am. Yes, uh, well, uh, well... You have good games here. Oh, no, not here. We stand our players when somebody's called. Uh, now, the next question... I don't understand. What do you mean, you send out this place? Well, if somebody needs a four for kids, we send them a player and we charge five dollars an evening. Or if it's a small game, we charge two dollars. Oh, you're going to like it here. What do you mean, I'm going to like it here? You mean I'm hired? Well, um, are you married, Mr. DeVille? No, no, I'm not. Uh, yes, you're going to like it here. Um, how tall are you, Mr. DeVille? How tall? Mm-hmm. It is that matter. Well, I bet you're over six feet, aren't you? Well, six one in my stocking feet, yes. Well, you don't have to tell them off. I'll take your word for it. Uh, well, let me see what else. Do I understand you to say that you went out to play as a sort of a, a, a gigolo service, a big game? Yes, we went out play as a people that knew a sport. We call it the fourth of goods service. Oh, I see. So that's the right, uh, <laughs> quite novel. Oh, yes, I thought of it myself. Uh, we have three partners, Mr. Jackson, who's a good teacher, he has some of the good players, and Marge Hale, who's my best friend, who's one of the partners, too. And last but not least, your friend. Thanks, Mr. DeVere. Mind if I smoke, Mr. DeVere? Oh, no, go right ahead. Uh, will you have a cigarette? Well, thanks, I don't mind if I do. Oh, what am I saying? I don't know. No, thanks, John. Uh, uh, let me see what else I have to ask you. You see, Mr. Jackson interviews the players mostly, but he just went down for a cup of tea. He always has tea at four o'clock. Oh, really? Yes, I guess so. I don't know what kind he likes. Well, Mr. Dear, I guess I've asked you everything. Oh, no, one more thing. Can you play bread? Well, of course. I wouldn't have answered your ad if I didn't play bread. Uh, yes, I never thought of that. I wonder why Mr. Jackson always asked everybody that. Oh, excuse me, the phone. Well, uh... I mean, uh, shall call for for the good service. Is that a player? Oh, you've got it not, Mr. Deville. It's like a customer. Hello. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, what time? Uh, 8 o'clock. I want a Christmas player. How much is the job? Uh, five dollars for the evening. Okay, well, I'll take one. The address is 54, 24, 25. 54, 23, more. Very well. We'll have him there. Well, that is that was my husband again. Your husband? Now that's the last row. Yeah, if you think that I don't even know our own house number, well this time the last gonna be on the other foot. Mrs. DeVille, you've got your first job. Tonight you come to our house and you're gonna pay your five dollars and Michael DeVille has been hired and already assigned to his first job. The first call the Fort of Big Service has had since it opened. Michael DeVere becomes quite prominent in the lives of our friends, the Aces, as we learn when next we meet the Easy Aces.